this episode was such a long time in the making. One of our favorite bands, no joke, since day one, we've been trying to get them. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Bothering the Band with Nils and Paul. Shout out to Amy of the Rural Alberta Advantage. Nils, how are you? Doing well. I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? And there's Paul's pretty face. <laughs> Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. great. My name's Ryan. This is Abby. Uh, Abby, how do they sound? Say some things, guys. Uh, it's Nils here from the Rural Albert Advantage. Um, coming in loud and clear, hopefully. Uh, is that good? Can hear you great, Nils. Uh, this is Paul. I I am supposed to sound like this. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Just the way my voice sounds. Let me ask you this: as musicians, I I'm hosting a podcast. We're almost two hundred episodes in. Can't stand the sound of my voice. Like it's <laughs> cringe. And I've heard actors, like my friends who are comedians and and stuff like that, they're like, "Yeah, it's the sound of my voice. Can't do it." How do you guys feel? Paul, do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm 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 just the drummer. I barely have to hear myself. Uh, it, we have a one song where I who and ha on a microphone, uh, and I don't really have to hear that either. So it's yeah, not really a problem for me. But Nils, I don't know. You never complain about it, which is actually really amazing because I do hear that like a lot from other people. But you seem I don't know if you've just like pushed it down over <laughs> like over the years. You've gotten used to. It. It, it's funny, like hearing my voice in interviews, like my talking voice, even like listening back to it. I'm like, this just sounds weird. Um, and I think, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think I've just gotten used to it. It's not like I feel like uh, when we're when we're playing songs that I have the most magical voice. So it's got character to it. Um, and, you know, I guess I just sort of like I've gotten used to it over the years. So, but yeah, it's like everything always sounds weird when it's like what you hear in your head is not what <laughs> comes out of the mouth holes. <laughs> but you know, you know, what's so weird about that is like, cause you're right. It's not just like, it's not just the fact that it sounds different. It's that everybody thinks they sound better in their head than in real life. Like there's not a single person who's like, Oh, my actual voice is so much better than this. Word. Like there's some kind of filter. <laughs> yeah. That's like, you know, improving it in your brain somehow. Well, you've heard so much more of the internal voice than you have the like the projected voice that that's what makes it sound so weird. Yeah, weird. But why is it always worse? Like, why are there people who are like, oh, I sound way better than I thought? Like, why is that never? I, I'm going to go with like over over the course of your lifetime, you've gotten used to it. And you're like, this is just my normal. And this just sounds so great. But yeah, hearing it on, you know, like a voice machine or something like that, a uh, voicemail or something like that. I'm like, wow, this this person sounds like bizarro nils. <laughs> so. Oh, man, that's so funny. We tapped into something there. Yeah. Uh, but now that we got that out of the way, let, let me just give a little backstory. So um, I introduced ourselves, Bothering the Band. We asked our favorite musicians very stupid questions. You have, You guys have been on our list since day one. Not no bullshit, no hyperbole. Um, and for one reason or another, it just wasn't working out. And then uh, I have to say, uh, last summer, 
we saw you guys live in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. And we are so lucky to have seen you. I saw you in New York like, a, I don't know, 15 years ago. But we're so lucky because literally like the day or two after that, Abby texted me. She's like, oh, someone got COVID in the RAA. We're so fucking lucky we got to see them. The show was phenomenal. We're very lucky and selfish, I guess. Uh, <laughs> who got COVID? Well, we all did. We all over the course. It was it was a series of dominoes that were falling. Uh, I think I was the first one to get it. Um, I feel like the the next morning, I was like, I just don't feel that great. And so I went to like the Walgreens and <laughs> got a bunch of like painkillers. Bill's like, have you have, have you tested? Um, and I was like, oh, no. So tested. And yeah, we were on our way to San Fran and had to cancel that. Um, and that was the last show with like the West Coast run. We were supposed to fly over to Boston. Um, and Paul was fine. He was going to meet his uh, fiance there. And he got COVID when he landed. <laughs> well, he tested positive when he landed. Yeah, I tested negative before. Yeah. And then and then Amy was like, look, I'm going to stick with Nils. We'll figure it out. And then she got sick. <laughs> and it was just, you know, it's the time. It was the time. Um but it was a great, great couple shows that we had that first kind of run. <laughs> it was such a cliche band trying to tour through COVID experience. I feel like it was the same story as every single band at that moment that was trying to tour. Like it was, we just watched every band before us go out, play three shows or four shows, and then that was it. <laughs> like somehow we thought that wouldn't happen to us, even though none of us had even had it at that point. <laughs> anyways. Well, we're so happy we caught you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm. Did we? I I ended up talking to someone after the show. Did we chat after the show? No, because we are psychopaths, and we were we were doing a live show as well in L.A. And um, while we were there, you guys were playing, and then also our friends who've been on the pod as well, Delta Spirit we're playing so we literally it worked out almost like perfectly we saw you guys right when you guys finished after on we pieced out hopped in the rental car and uh went i don't even know the neighborhood and caught uh delta spirit nice. amazing yeah so no we didn't hang out yeah, that's, that's totally cool i was uh, i remember after that show uh i there was uh, three people in the front a uh, guy, girl, and another guy. And I I watched one of them halfway through look at their watch and start freaking out. And, and I, I chatted with them after. And I guess uh, he had a Fitbit on. And it was like, I think you're running right now. <laughs> so they were dancing their asses off. Oh, that's fun. This wasn't sure if it was you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, oh, yeah, I saw you in New York, like I said, um, a million years ago. And I remember leaving the show. I was a little tipsy. I left the show and I was like, man, I forgot to buy a shirt. So I made a shirt. I had a homemade, and I wish I still had it, homemade rural Alberta Advantage shirt. Which man, that's good. amazing. Yeah. I would love to see that. If so you don't, you no longer have it? It might be in some of these stores, like, you know, some of the older t-shirts get put up. And I don't, I, I, I don't know if you guys have this. I can't throw away, like polos, yeah. button downs. I'm like, see you later t-shirts i'm like i want to hang on to this or make it i made a t-shirt quilt a few years ago so i'm like maybe i'll do another smart that's that's a smart move i yeah i i tend to let the uh, t-shirts get kind of threadbare and 
and then sort of like, okay, with the, this, this has to go. Um, but I do have like a Tupperware container of, you know, like special show shirts that we have, like where we like played a festival and I'm like, oh my God, our name is on a festival on, it's the tiny little print, but there's like other cool bands on there. Or we did a show with the hip uh, a number of years back and like we're on that t-shirt. So I'm like, well, that's going to get folded up and, and live in a memento box. That's probably just going to stink when I open it up again. <laughs> so It's going to smell like nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the shirt was just, it just said in some crazy, it wasn't a crazy font. It was a serif and it just said the name, but it was big. It was like a big, uh, yeah. took up the whole shirt and it was gray. I feel like we got to bring it back. I we're coming back in the winter to LA, and if you either find that shirt or make a new one, we'll put you on our guest list. I feel like that has to be a fair trade. <laughs> well, one of our questions here is: we're both actually in Florida. I'm sweating in a Florida garage right now. We're about to get hit by a hurricane, so I I know you're going on tour. Just throw Florida on there, and this leads to my first dumb question: thoughts on Florida. Just generally, like, or, or like the, the first hurricane that's coming in, like, I mean, right now it seems first like, thing that yeah. comes to your mind, Paul. Well, yeah, hurricane. That's the first thing that comes to my mind right now. Like, I hope you guys are okay. It's, it seems like it might be a kind of crazy one. That's what they all are. And if you've done it as much as we have, you're just like, oh, we're, we, we have gas, we have waters, we have batteries, we have, you know, yeah. You guys are like all prepared for. Are you guys both in Florida? Just different parts. Different are parts. Are you on that West Coast that's getting hit first? No, we're both East Coast. I'm South. Okay. She's she's Central. So it'll it'll miss us. We'll get some it's been raining off and on today, but then again, it rains in the summer every day in Florida. So it's like, who knows? My sister texted me. She was like, How's the weather? I was like, same. <laughs> same just yeah. in pending. schools are open. I assume it's something along the lines of like you know, my medium snowstorms where you're at, where you, you know, things are still open and stuff yeah. like that. You're like, oh, it's just like, yeah, you get used to it. And it's sort of like, it's like the waves. There's like, there's going to be another one after this. It's just sometimes they're a little bit bigger. Um, Florida. We've only played Florida once, I think. Time to come back. Yeah, I know. I don't think it, I'm, I'm worried that it's not going to work this time. Um, but we've, it was it Tallahassee we played Paul? Yeah, at the college. Yeah, the okay. university college or something. That was the only time that we've made it there. Wait, didn't we play New Orleans one time? That's not in Florida. No, yeah, that's not Florida. That's right. No, <laughs> the, well, yeah, I was I was not going to touch that one. <laughs> this is my uh, understanding of geography. But on that tour, we were down there. We didn't go to Florida. No, no, I'm I'm pretty sure we Atlanta. We because I'm trying to think of when else we were in that general vicinity so florida's big so <laughs> tallahassee which is where abby went to college like last year she just graduated uh <laughs> that's from where i'm at that's like abby what eight hours seven six it's eight eight hours from you and four hours set three to four hours from me yeah that makes sense why we have not been down there that much. It's like you gotta, you gotta make a go of it. You gotta. Well, Tallahassee's it. right up near the top, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's, and that, and that's, right near the that's top. why we did it in that routing. Like we just kind of came through, but I guess we never did that any other time. 
you got to re- like Abby said, you want you got to want it. And and there's only one way in and one way out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can't make a loop of it. And it, we didn't we didn't draw enough people. <laughs> there was a a big draw for the next time to come to Florida. But I, I do remember we. uh we we had a great time there. <laughs> there. There was actually that was wasn't that like our first tour? There was like very few people. Uh, I think maybe a dozen came to see us. And I remember it because it was like a big wide room, and everybody who was there kind of stood in a line next to each other, like side by side, which was kind of nice. Uh, and, and just watch. It was anyways. I, I it was a good show. Like a human. Like- like a firing line or something. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what's gonna happen here, guys? It's it's actually really nice if people think about it. Like, if you have an empty show, people could be kind of all spread out, and then it looks like really empty. But if all the people, all the twelve people, stand side by side, that kind of feels like a full thing for you as a band. So it was it was very kind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that should be a normal thing. Yeah, let's spread that <laughs> yeah. word. If it's a small show, side shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, yeah. arm and arm. <laughs> it's great keeping the geography and we we like to ask this fun question what kind of well first of all where are you guys in the general sense of the word you don't have to give your address or anything like that <laughs> yeah yeah toronto okay okay both both of you are paul both of us yeah. oh, okay you well, can tell i've been here a while because i say toronto yeah <laughs> all together and <laughs> Life's too short to say all of the syllables. So, well, if you're American, we say it with a D, right? Isn't that the thing? Toronto, well, Toronto, Toronto. We hear a lot of Toronto from yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, that's psycho. Uh, yeah. <laughs> say, <laughs> the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> to, we emphasize the t- the last toe. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait, before we move off, I, I used up my Florida thing on the hurricane, but my real answer to that question is Kennedy Space Center. That is like the coolest place in the world. So I just need to put that out there. You guys are very lucky to have that incredible place. Abby's like 15 minutes from there. That's amazing. A little bit further, but yes. And it's one of my favorite places too. And I got to watch a launch the other night. So that well, was you fun. must just have launches happening all the time. All nearby, the like. time. And so cool. They do this thing where like you see it and you can, you know, they do them at night. So it's really cool. And the whole sky lights up and then it like, you know, eventually leaves and you can't see it anymore. And then about a minute after that happens, you get this reverb from when it left the atmosphere. And so the whole house is like for like, however long when it's the smaller things that last, you know, like, I don't know, 20 seconds, but a couple of weeks ago, um, SpaceX launched their biggest rocket ever. And that reverb lasted well over a minute. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah. We don't have that here. <laughs> we don't I'm like, stuff. I'm like a bedtime by eight thirty, nine o'clock kind of person. And all these launches la- are at like 11 o'clock at night. And I'm always like, I got to stay up and see it and my sister's like it looks exactly like the one from last night and i'm like i know it's like it's like new year's eve every single night i never get old the other oh. night the house started shaking and i was like oh i missed a launch okay <laughs> i was gonna say it's like what a what a weird like 
I don't know, entitled, like, oh, it's just a rocket shooting into <laughs> space. Happens all the time. What's the next what one? If? Yeah. Um, I, I, another, uh, Amy's not here, but we should throw out about Florida that she's like a huge uh, baseball fan and uh, Toronto Blue Jays. So she's actually been down to spring training in Dunedin. So I'm pretty sure that if uh, if she was here, she'd say shout out about that for sure. Oh, man, that's so great. Good representing. I'm also a big baseball fan. I'm wearing yeah. a Expos hat right now. Nice. I'm a, a Yankees fan. We love Canada. We have inadvertently turned into like a Canadian music podcast. Just this year, we've had so many people on the program it's just like all right these are our favorite people they're saying yes it's like natural and organic yeah you had down uh, a little while ago i think yeah but, we had dan yeah. we had bedouin sound class we've had a lot of a lot of cool people on and it's just i don't know it's just the way the cookie crumbles and um <clears throat> i discovered you guys on pandora like i said so many years ago and it we was we can't even get pandora up here you were on it is that still a thing? Pandora is not still a I thing. Have no is it? idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is a thing in the states. You can't get it up here. I don't. I don't know. It seems like something your mom would listen to now. It's like it's almost like past us, you know. It's like, well, well maybe like uh, back in the day, it was really cool because you like you start with the one and then it's sort of like, just yeah, all of that thread. So and discovered a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of people who are friends of the pod now, and I believe it was Deathbridge from Let of. Deathbridge song, yeah, yeah, which brings in, me to this. Lethbridge, yeah, that's, yeah, I was like, is it have, of, yeah. of less of? You're so close. Just... Uh, yeah, yeah, everything, everything about our band is complicated, from the pronunciation of uh, band names to uh, nonsensical words and songs. Yeah, it's uh, the Deathbridge and Lethbridge. Well, this brings up the some of our pre-written questions. What color is the the Deathbridge and Lethbridge? <laughs> Pretty sure it's just a black, uh, black, yeah. black train, yeah, black train sort of thing. So um, it's wild though. We yeah we we stood under it once I think when we were on tour because I yeah. you, know, you guys had to check it out all these places that we've sort of like referenced in songs. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a big big bridge, big ass bridge. Yeah, we we were a band for years before we actually played in Alberta, and so when we finally went for Amy and I, it was like this like magical tour of our music going to see all the sites. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow, that's funny. This is what this song is about. That's so cool. <laughs> and here's where the Frank slide is. <laughs> yeah, it was great. We love bridges whenever we travel. It's like graveyards and bridges oh, and nice. like, you know, and food, food is number one. Um, oh, yeah. But you, you mentioned the pronunciation and like hard. <laughs> I don't know why whenever I say the name of your band, I, emphasize rural such like a psycho because i was telling people all week again we love it yeah, yeah and honestly i was listening to uh serious like the verge and, and you guys came on plague dogs came on and i was like they're gonna be rural i was telling my daughter it's like it's i don't know why how do you guys say it it's a hard word uh, it's a I never thought it was a hard word until I watched 30 Rock. And yes, was, rural yeah. juror. Yeah, yeah. It turned it out. One big. of the greatest things ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're like, well, that's that's our lineage now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I, I know I, I grew up in Alberta. So, you know, hearing the word 
rural. It's it doesn't seem like it's such a complicated word that uh in that requires a legendary joke in a, a TV show. But yeah, it's I I I think we also like go by the RAA because it's a little bit easier. Like only slightly. <laughs> no, only slightly. As I'm saying that, I feel like I, I was like about to bumble it too. <laughs> I think rural is one of those words that if you have some kind of drawl, it comes out easier. I think it's it's less of a word. Like Southern people are like rural. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, I think maybe after having said it for a number of years and stuff, I think it's like you do like the 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 syllable smush. That's rural. Rural Alberta Advantage. I think maybe that's really what I end up saying. I don't pronunciate it, so. I know. I just got to stop overthinking it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You say it so fast. I'm overthinking everything. Just drop you the know. second R. Just drop it. <laughs> just, just be free. Just let it, let it flow out of you. <laughs> I'm going to work on it. Okay. All right. Let's get some real stupid questions going. Um, what's your favorite shape of pasta? Uh yeah, you want to go first, Paul? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, off the top of my head, like, you silly. I like that. Um, but like, good answer. I, you know, I love nothing more than macaroni and cheese. So, if I'm being truly honest, it's probably just straight up macaroni. Which one's you silly? Is it like curlies, curly yeah. words? Yeah, yeah. I think I think mostly I ended up going with like a rigatoni or something like that. When I I just feel like it it sops up some sauce and stuff it, it's just i don't know why it's habit i feel like if i can if i'm going spaghetti i gotta go like solid red sauce with meatballs that's when you like go spaghetti but yeah i think uh i don't know, just habit. you get you get locked into habits you buy the same one over and over again i used to do like i used to be on a penny kick that's years ago i don't know who that guy was that bought was say, that's the old news <laughs> exactly it's a completely different guy I like the really big tubes. They're like, like, you know, not penny, but like, what are they called? They're, those are really great. Uh, that sounds like a producer question. Abby, what are Manicotti? those? Manicotti? No, no, those no, are no. shells. Yeah, like the, the, the. No, they're not. They're like a giant penny. Oh, yeah, I know. It's not, not, it's not that. God, what one is it? If only we had the internet. <laughs> As you can see, we're like an award winning journalism. You can probably say the right answer, and I wouldn't even know the answer. So it, it, it's it's either rigatoni or pacheri. Maybe it is rigatoni. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe it's just large rigatoni or something. Yeah, like yeah. But I need to point out that manicotti are not shells; they are tubes. Shells and manicotti are different. Yeah, no, it's not rigatoni. I just googled it. Bigger. Yeah, yeah. They're like they're like longer tubes, right? Well, then my mom was making manicotti with shells. There's those shells that are like massive shells, like big conches. What are you know what those ones are called? Those are just shells. They're just yeah. shells. They're just shells. Oh, Man. they have to have an Everything Italian has a cooler name. name than just shells. Okay. We're really uh, going off on a tangent here with these. This is exactly what we want, believe it or not. This is the podcast. They're just called jumbo shells. <laughs> jumbo shells. Okay. Just called jumbo shells. Call in if you know. put into soups and stuff. And it looks like rigatoni has like is flat on the end, and the other one is like a oh, diagonal. The, the penny is the diagonal. Oh, come on, right? penne and the pan cherry, at least in this photo. Okay, okay. 
Learn something new every day, gentlemen. Yeah. We need like a periodic table of pasta types or something. That would be yes. really helpful. Like a poster, a black light poster. <laughs> yeah, for our university dorm yeah. rooms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rocky or Rambo? Oh, I, Rocky for me, for sure. I, I, I've barely seen either. Um, I think I've probably seen more of Rocky than any Rambo movie. So I can go Rocky. Okay, fair enough. Rocky just has everything. Everything you could possibly want. Okay, right now, right this instance in your life, would you rather do hot knives or take a muscle relaxer? Are we are we going to preface it with how old we are? <laughs> I think we're all probably close right. age. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would not destroy the evening and the tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, based on reality, it's it's muscle relaxant. Yeah, I think I think I'm, I think I think these are my muscle relaxant years. <laughs> <laughs> this is your, your muscle relaxant phase era. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I know. it's like plantar fasciitis. You have to say it like Mills says it in the song, which is different than the way you would say it. And like in a conversation, you call it a muscle relaxant, like muscles, but, you could, but on, in the song, it's muscle relaxant. It's really important. So I remember uh, this, there's this really great, um, <laughs> really great story that uh, I heard when uh, Foo Fighters were on SNL. Uh, Christopher Walken was uh was the was the the host and uh you know as as it is when the musical guest comes on the host sort of uh has to introduce them and so beforehand i think uh chris walken goes to to uh dave Grohl and he's like i just want to just want to make sure i get it right where's the emphasis on foo fighters um and dave Grohl, knowing exactly how he says it it's like it's on it's on fighter it's on fighter so then when he goes to introduce them, he introduces them as Foo Fighters, <laughs> which was like the most amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's all about it's all about the delivery. <laughs> all right. How would Christopher Walken say the name of your band? I'm not even gonna do it. Oh man. That would be a, a real mouthful. Uh yeah, where is the emphasis on it, Paul? Oh my god! Is it all on the? Is it all on the ends of all the word, words? <laughs> yeah, it's all in that second R. That's where everything is Girl. supposed to go. <laughs> Girl, Alberta. No, I don't even know how that. Man, it's, the rural Alberta, like that. Oh, that's yeah. Good. I think that's because... yeah. It's sort of like it's like a weird sort of like oh, I've been listening to Black Mask, so this is how I talk now. <laughs> Advantage. It's like can't do it. Yeah, it's like it's like that. Um, uh, it's the uh, the the reverb that you were talking about with the uh, <laughs> with the uh, the spacecraft. It comes it comes through like way after the actual emphasis of the words should be <laughs> advantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just made it harder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you have any petrified wood pieces or art in your home? See where we're going here. See the uh, yeah. I I I think I'm I think I'm feeling the uh, the, the the thread line that you're following here. <laughs> Again, real, real clever, real hard hitting journalism. 
I I can say I don't. Um, but I'm also no longer a ten year old boy living in Alberta because I definitely had some when I was when I was a kid. So um, it's actually funny. I was uh, a couple of weeks ago. My um, family had a, a get together in Alberta, um, like a family reunion, and I, some of the family I hadn't seen in forever. Um, and it's down close to where uh, a cabin is that we have. My dad's family grew up on a farm, and there's a bunch of land, and it's like. It's called the coolies, but it's kind of like it's kind of like the transition point between like prairies and like the badlands. So there's a lot of like valleys and stuff like that. They're like full of like little fossils here and there and petrified wood. And I remember being a kid and like walking around with my dad and he's like, oh, that's petrified wood. And like I would I definitely took it home and stuff. And I know that my nieces and nephews, when we were down there. They definitely would have like picked up some of that and been like, oh, wow, this is cool. It's petrified wood. I'm no longer a kid anymore, so <laughs> but I definitely for a time did. So it's cool rock. What are you going to do? I don't have any, but it is cool. I agree with the with the, the fact that it's cool when you see it. I got to disagree with the fact that as an adult, as a 40, almost 41 year old man myself, I would pick it up and keep it. I have a daughter, so I'd bring it to her. That's the thing. You yeah, know. that's the thing. There's There's that different level there. So and like like I I already did that at one point in my life. We gotta move forward. It might be a boy thing. I don't think. Sorry to interrupt, Paul. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Uh, go ahead. I, I I mean you might, well, actually my niece definitely has a rock collection. So I don't think it's like a boy girl thing. Uh, I think this is a universal thing. Uh, but I, I I guess I think most kids at some point develop some kind of rock collection. I bet most adults don't keep that rock collection. So I I think Nils is right on this one. Uh, you probably don't still have your rock collection, even if it had petrified wood in it. It's it's a point of your life that you have. Or uh, you now, a geologist. Yeah, <laughs> you become a geologist, and then you have you have it in a shadow box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, at this at this reunion, um, my youngest niece. Uh, I'm not sure how old. That's probably like three or four or something. Um, There's just like gravel everywhere, and she she gave me this rock she's like this is a very beautiful rock and she gave it to me and i looked at it and i'm like you're right that is a very beautiful rock and i kept it and i still have it on the bedstand so i have one rock in the oh, house wow <laughs> forget so, everything i said it's it's wrong adults have a love of rocks just like children there is there is the association of she she found beauty in something and she bestowed it on me and the last thing i was going to be like cool maybe the problem is because you think about it, like, I, I, you know, I've done it. I've given, like, cool rocks to kids. Maybe the whole problem is that none of people are giving rocks as presents to adults. That's why we don't have collections. Like, that might just be the whole thing. My, uh, <laughs> going on the rock tangent here. Uh, <laughs> like it was Longer than the pasta tangent. This is a rock <laughs> podcast, right? <laughs> well, we, 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 we wanted to talk about music and rock. We were thinking, uh, more of the rock and roll as less of the actual stones. Uh, but I remember my, my, but brother not those got, stones. <laughs> my brother got my, uh, the, my nephew, uh, a, a rock tumbler, uh, for Christmas, like two years ago or something. And the, my nephew was like super jazzed about it. He's like, Oh man, this is going to be so great. We're going to like tumble some rocks. You know, look great. And my brother's like, yeah, you know, it's going to take a while. He's like, ah, I got, I got time. I got patience. He's like, it takes about a month. He's like, are you joking? (laughs) 
to tumble rocks. <laughs> that is a large fraction of my life. <laughs> oh. But yeah, he was blown away. He was like, yeah, you know, a couple hours. Let me get some like cool rocks. He's like, no, no, you have to, you have to do this for like a month, month and a half. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> One of my favorite people on TikTok is an adult woman who just tumbles rocks. And she's on my page all the time. She's like, I was walking in the woods and I found this, you know, and then she speeds it up, but yeah, she shows her process and it's oddly satisfying to watch it at that speed. <laughs> it's in, in a way, it kind of feels like slow TV. Like when you, you watch like just eight hours of birds or like just a train going, there's something like hypnotic. I was thinking it'd be like, it's almost like a white noise generator. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys are leaving out crystals. Like people love mm. crystals. Yeah, true. Wow, now we're really we're really getting to a, a huge segment here. <laughs> They're different. <laughs> Those have special powers. During COVID, um, there was like a, a tiki bar down the street from from where I, like my wife and I live. Really cool place. Um, and like most places, it didn't make it uh, because of COVID. Um, and it was replaced by a place that sells special stones and crystals and all that sort of like stuff. And I was like, how? How is this place that is selling crystals and special rocks making way more of a profit and, come, and like can stay in this location, whereas like a cool looking tiki bar in the East End of Toronto can't make it? Um, I don't know. They might. It must be a front. It's got to be a front, right? Or is like is is I well, I guess the markup on nonsensical crystals is quite large. I was gonna say they're they're very expensive. Yeah. Well, okay. when you buy them, but like this person probably just picked something off the ground and is now selling it to this you. This is the most beautiful rock. Yes, I know. And it also <laughs> heals you. <laughs> exactly. Now it costs $100. <laughs> We're isolating some of our fans. We're going to get to it. Like, they're oh, yeah. real. Oh, man. They're so real. Okay. Let's move on. Do, do, you, do you have a junk drawer? 100%. Yeah, I definitely do. I have I have boxes of of junk drawers. I feel like uh like I keep I like I feel like the way my my wife would describe it is I keep the place clean, but it's like I'm a I'm a very smart squirrel. I just find places <laughs> to hide everything and it's like how is this box so heavy? It's like, well, this is all of the newspapers I decided to keep in my life <laughs> or something ridiculous like that. I remember I was moving once and uh, I had a box that was like full of like quarterly magazines, like Laughams or something like that. They are, they must've been like, I, a friend was carrying this normal sized box and he thought it was full of dark matter. It was just like, I, I have ways of hiding things. <laughs> magazines and books are so heavy. I know. Yeah. Quarterlies and stuff. Yeah. This is like in like, Laughams is a good example of that. They're like they're thick, heavy, heavy stock. What are so, Laughams? I don't I don't know what this is. Oh man. <laughs> he was hoping like, look at this box. This is one of them. Laughams. It's a it's a quarterly. Okay. I yeah, I think yeah, you've I probably know. seen them at like the bookstores. Um they've got a lot of you know, like it's probably uh, uh like there's a lot of uh poems and essays and things like that a lot of them are um what's it like uh public domain 
sort of thing. But they're all based on like themes. This one's about night. Uh, I found sometimes if I'm like just working on lyrics and stuff and be like, just to like open them up and just sort of like have an idea or something. If I've like gotten to a creative lull, um, uh, it kind of helps to rejuvenate things. More often when I'm in the lull, then, <laughs> then, it, then it works out. But, you know, it's like, they're really awesome for that sort of stuff. Yeah. That was like a real deal songwriter tip. That was goodness. I should know what that is, being a poet. And fun fact, one of my first books, there's a uh, rural Alberta Advantage song in the book. Is that the, is that the, uh, well, wait, now I'm thinking of something else. Oh, we, they, there was a book that someone wrote. Um, they quoted one of our songs. Is that? the one you're talking about or no i think it just name a song i think it's two lovers oh or actually yeah that's cool i did not know about that i'll yeah. try to find a copy and i'll send you guys them yeah please I will, we'll sue them for copyright infringement or <laughs> it's me but <laughs> well, uh, oh, sure? it's me like it's my book <laughs> okay we're not gonna see you that's it's a fine. book of poetry and it just <laughs> names some songs uh but yeah i mean I don't I don't have any so it's money, not the lyrics, so... it's just the name of the song. Yeah. With credit and stuff like that. Oh my god, I was just joking. Uh, <laughs> but that's you're that's a lawyer so... too, man. God. I know, I know. <laughs> uh <laughs> I was really serious about it. Uh the, so w what is the poem that has our song name in it? Like it has a bunch of song names in it? Well, as you can tell, we are music geeks. Um, I am a writer. My first love is poetry. And um, I like to break a lot of rules and I use things that I love, I, you know, and I feel like, you know, a 25 year old Ryan was just feeling it, you know? Love that. What's that song that's awesome? Is it like Built to Spill or something? And like every line is. Mm yeah yeah it's not, is it of keep it like a secret yeah i think so it's so good gotta look it up oh man yeah yeah i it it's it was the album that wasn't on spotify for us for the longest time uh it came out in like 99 uh man why am i it's funny because people are gonna like look uh yeah it's 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 off keep it like a secret um and every like the lyrics to like every line is just this like iconic line slash song wait you said spotify for us what does that mean um oh do you want to Paul as the uh, as the music lawyer <laughs> go ahead nels <laughs> yeah, uh, let me tell you about rights no uh, yeah they, they they didn't have clearances and rights and licenses to put a bunch of music on spotify canada for a long time you know like in the first days, and still today, they had to make deals with all of the rights holders to get music on Spotify. And a lot of that has become simplified, but uh, it was kind of piecemeal and ad hoc. Kind of like how Netflix, still today, different country, different stuff, right? Um, and, you know, I think music has sorted that issue out a lot better than TV and, and movies has. Never think of it. We're just arrogant Americans. We're like, we get everything. You do get everything. We have the best rocks. <laughs> and crystals. Especially crystals. Let's go back. And Wait. rocket launches. <laughs> and rockets, rocks, you know. Nils is looking something up. Yeah, yeah. I I, I know which song you're talking about, Paul. Um, is it Carry the Zero? No. 
We're going to have to just pause the podcast for a while while we figure this out. <laughs> no editing. We're just going to leave it in. Dead air. No, 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 I meant in terms of... Just... <laughs> I'm going to just keep talking. Um, so I don't forget, I'm going to say it out loud. One, Neil said something about another song that was put in a book or lyrics of yours put in another book. Something I said spurned something else. Yeah, yeah. I got a copy here. Let me... Uh... How wild it would be if it was like my book. I was like, what's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is the book here, uh, 40 Below. It's a, an anthology of poems and stuff. Uh, it's uh, Alberta's Winter Anthology. Um, so, uh, but the um, the guy that put it together uh, asked to have uh, coldest days in the uh, in the start of it. Oh, no, the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple lyrics from the air. So that's what I initially thought you were in. I, that was in my junk drawer as well. I have everything you possibly need on hot standby. I'm like, oh, you want to laugh at Right behind me. You want that book? <laughs> on the shelf over here. I don't even got to leave the room. <laughs> you have those closer to you than I have my own personal books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to junk drawer. Paul, do you have a junk? Do you have a catch-all drawer in your kitchen or somewhere See, that you put? I'm glad you called it because I was going to say no because I don't like the name junk drawer because it's insulting to the things that are in the drawer that you would call a junk drawer because i'm so sorry the reason that the drawer exists is because i didn't want to throw any of those things out right and that makes it to me not junk like because i do throw lots of things out but then there's you know sometimes things that can't be neatly stacked or organized or put into the like shelves or closets or cabinets that you have for certain kinds of things right they just don't work that way and so they have to go in to a drawer and so yeah i have a drawer like that and 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 yeah, it's 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 precious. You know what goes in it the most is like pens that I want to keep. Yes, because like you know, for me, I, I like collecting pens if they're somewhat unique from like the various places that we usually like where we stay, like hotel pens. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, like your T-shirts, I can't get rid of them, um, even if they've stopped writing or if like yeah. So but they have to go somewhere, and yeah. they go into my special keepsake pen drawer more often than not that's great yes exactly what i'm talking about pens loose paper clips rubber bands stuff like this might i might need to use this chip clips yeah change like yeah. foreign foreign currencies especially you know yeah. like Loonies i, I and might Toonies. go back to yeah. jamaica and then what am i gonna do like how am i gonna <laughs> tip one person once <laughs> yeah, exactly I'll, <laughs> I'll be glad i have this when i end up back there and remember i had it in the drawer What's crazy is you're gonna go back there and forget. That's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> and then you'll get more and just add it like the third time's a charm. Or you'll go to the country and they'll be like, we haven't used that currency in like 40 years. I'm pretty sure I've got like in a junk drawer like an oyster card, which is like the card for the London tunnel and stuff like that. It's like their metro card. I'm positive that I won't need it. Or if I if I don't bring it, I I will need it or something like that. When we because we we got some shows in Europe in the fall, um, but like yeah, things like that. Being like, well, you never know, and this might come in handy. Well, it has like straight up value. Like that's why like throwing away money feels really crazy, right? Like you come back and you have money that you're just not going to use. It's like only a few coins, but then throwing it in the garbage also kind of just feels nuts. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I found the song. Uh, the song is called uh, "You Were Right." That's it. And like, yeah, in the yeah, yeah, 
because there's like all like glitters isn't gold all we are is dust in the wind he he quotes like a lot of those like <clears throat> famous all we are uh all just bricks in the wall it's a great album I, I remember when it came out like that one and uh um i feel like at this in my mind it occupies the same space as uh soft bulletin because they both came out in like 99 oh, nice good pull yeah i got a flaming lips thing right up here oh i see it i see it oh. not th not soft bulletin but still well, we're gonna make the connection here you know yeah, yeah. yeah exactly rocks crystals it is what it is <laughs> it is so what do you call the junk drawer now that we're gonna stay on this for too long or me i'm gonna stay. i mean it's just it's my drawer like that's it it, it's just yeah, the main I, so my yeah i mean i guess for context like my uh my wife is a very neat person i'm a very messy person and i think i've done my best to contain my messiness as much as possible to the drawer and and frequently around the drawer like the table and things like that uh, so this is like the like nils was talking about how he you know it manages to stuff things into everywhere which is true actually like if you see nils pack a van it's like tetris so i believe that he's made his house that's the a same skill way. that's a skill though yeah it's incredible it, it, that should be a show or like a yeah that's like a tv show or <laughs> game show pack this van with all this musical <laughs> yeah. equipment <laughs> yeah like pack everyone's freak. like <laughs> pack freak. yeah fa face off against nils and see who can pack better I, but for me it's this drawer and things just get stuffed in it but yeah, I'm not, I'm not calling it a junk drawer. Fair, fair enough. Abby, you just moved. Do you have a junk drawer yet? Have you been throwing tacks and stuff in a drawer? Not yet. I have a reusable grocery bag full of all of that sort of stuff. Full of tacks. Well, maybe not tacks, but all <laughs> the other crap. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a canvas bag? Like a, like a uh, tote? It's, it's a tote. It's not canvas. It's that loud cheapy material i don't know what it is yeah it's like vinyl tarp, tarp, crappy tarpy. vinyl yeah. tarp type a stuff. bag though that's amazing well just because i that's chaos haven't unpacked yet <laughs> and so they're one all day, junk drawers at the moment one day bag you will live in a drawer a drawer, drawer <laughs> i will build you from ikea <laughs> and the, the truth is i probably won't empty it i'll probably i will probably just like put the bag in the drawer and walk away <laughs> I love that that bag will turn into like five years. You have to have it ready in case of a fire. You need to be able to like, <laughs> that's your, that's your bug out junk bag. <laughs> need those, need those uh, reading glasses. Okay. Um, do this is, a, this is a personal question and I, I need some advice. Do you, are you hanging polo shirts or folding polo shirts? That would also imply that I have a polo shirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it, is it, does 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 this hypothetical world hinge on me owning polo shirts? Not in reality. No, I think I hang everything. I hang everything. Uh, I everything. Uh, maybe maybe not pants, but like that T-shirt you're wearing right now, you'd hang it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hung it. But but doesn't that require like endless closet space? That seems like an insane thing to do. You, they're hanging like everything. So glad he's taking this because I, I don't I don't I I guess I don't have that many like shirts that I have and like I need endless closet space. 
I mean, I see you know, you wear enough different things that to me it seems improbable that you hang every single one of those things that you wear. Like it's that's that's crazy. I don't know. That's crazy. He's the biggest closet ever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and Paul's seen my house. He's like, I know there's not that many closets in there. <laughs> there's a normal amount of closets. Yeah, there's no. Um, yeah, no, I pretty much hang everything. I also, uh, I, I I don't I don't toss my things in the dryer either. I I hang them straight out of the wash. That's why I don't have to like, worry about. But what about in the winter? Oh, it's they just they dry. I don't hang them outside. Oh, okay, that's what I imagine. In Canada, it's actually great because it's so dry in the winter. Yeah, that things things dry inside super fast. Yeah, it's wet in Florida inside. Oh yeah! Oh my God, that would be mold everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that yeah, I can understand <laughs> your confusion because for a second I'm like, am I outing myself as a psychopath? <laughs> I feel like you turn the camera around. It's just it's like that same white T-shirt hung up. Yeah, like yeah. thousands of them. Yeah. No, I yeah I. For the most part, I I mostly hang things. I it's pants, socks, underwear. That stuff goes into a drawer. Okay, pants. Wow. Okay. Uh, follow up question: What about with certain shirts, polo shirts? If if it hangs again, this might be a Florida swampy mess, but it gets the little like indention here. So like cardigans too. That's in your hanger. Like what kind That's of? That's a crappy you hanger. Yeah. No, these are these are no, those these are, are the hangers. top of the line Amazon hangers. No. Wire. You're using wire You're, or crappy no, thing God, plastic. No. What am I? Yeah. So okay. So <laughs> no, I mean they're the, the white plastic ones. Yeah, those are terrible hangers. I'm sorry, I'm not a Rockefeller. Could afford like ivory <laughs> hangers. Okay. I don't know. How, I don't know. These these shoulder indents, I know they exist. I don't know how my shirts don't aren't like like they're impervious to these sort of like shoulder bumps. But my wife's clothes always get that to the point where she's like, "You got to hang them on these hangers." I'm like, "Okay," but all of my t-shirts just go onto just the crappy old wire hangers. Like this feels like it's like a Narnia closet or something. Like it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Is your for you to be hanging everything? You can't have big thick hangers. They have to be like normal, like thank you. small ones, yeah, right? Yeah, they're, they're, so, they're thin wire hangers. Yeah, yeah. So exactly, because if you're, you're hanging literally everything, is the only way it could be possible. So I, you would expect then you would get those little indent things. It doesn't make sense. Paul's the new host of this podcast. I quit. You're taking <laughs> over. Thank you for saying that. I think that Nils has a a. A mold made of his chest and torso, and that's the hangers, each one. So they are thick too. So how do you fit that? Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say no to either of those things. That's not the case. What's um, what's incredibly I'm I'm sure everyone is gonna be incredibly bored by this podcast by the time we're done with it. <laughs> but this I'm is having a blast. Much, this is this is very much like us hanging out in the van. These sorts of like ridiculous conversations and uh uh debates that we have this is very much tour this is this feels like i haven't felt so much close so close to tour as i have talking to you guys right now in a long time this is <laughs> this is this is very much like uh hitting the road <laughs> i'm trying to figure out if you're saying that as a positive thing <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was taking it po as a positive thing i it, it it's a it's a very much a positive thing because like i We've been doing this for such a long time, um, and obviously we we 
probably would have packed it in a long time ago if we weren't enjoying ourselves on the road and hanging out with each other. And that's all I have to say is like, yeah, this is very much like, this is fun. This is the fun part of like being in a band and uh, caring about each other and having fun joking around because we're like, you've seen us play and there's, there's like an, I don't know, like an honesty and uh, an emotion to our music. And it's very much what you see on stage is who we are. And there's not a lot of like putting on uh putting on a, a mask or something. So yeah, I, this is very much a positive. I, I enjoy this sort of stuff. It's like joking around friends. So. Well, thank you because that's exactly what we're going for. We, uh, you know, we have our we have our rules, like our internal rules. We're like, we don't care about your hopes and dreams. We'd rather know <laughs> if you're hanging polo shirts. <laughs> yeah. A couple more silly questions. We're going to keep it going. Um, have you ever read or seen the film The Plague Dogs? One of my hopes and dreams, uh, but I haven't. No, I haven't. I, I haven't watched the movie, but I did read the book. You read the book? Yeah, I I'd heard about it. Um, like I, like everyone of probably our age who was a kid in the '80s was mentally and emotionally scarred by watching Watership Down. Same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I and I remember like when I first moved to Toronto as an adult, I'm like, you know, I want to read that book again. I read that. He had another book. I I bought like a box set. It was that and another one, Shardik, um, which saying it out loud is a crazy name <laughs> but uh it was later on that i i had found out about plague dogs um and i feel like i'm not sure what it was that i kept uh, when we were working on the initial sort of parts of the song um it kind of like this thing about dogs kind of came up and i was thinking about that i'm like you know what i'm just gonna start reading this book and so I did did actually read the book. Um, it's it I started it kind of like right before pandemic started. And uh, I wouldn't say that the the song isn't super inspired by um, uh, by the book, but in my mind, the writing of it and the reading of it and all the the place headspace I was in the world at that time it all just kind of occupies the same sort of um, headspace for me that they're like, it just, it all becomes one and just sort of like the, the feelings within the book and uh, these, these dogs that are, you know, being scapegoated and uh, having, uh, uh, they've escaped from a, a place, um, a scientific research lab and everyone's sort of like, they have the plague and we need to like capture them and stuff. And it's uh yeah, it's an interesting, uh, Interesting book. Um, I also heard that the uh, the ending, the ending, the ending of the book. Not to, not to spoil it, but it's like it kind of takes the uh, an easy way out because I think he wrote a far more dour end to it. Um, and then people are like, oh, let's just change it. So there's a oh, what's the um, what's the thing? Dos Machina, where it's sort of like a divine. It's, <laughs> Yeah, so like, and they were everything. Fine. Yeah, and everything, everything works out. out. Um, <laughs> and I have a feeling the movie the movie goes with the original ending, where it's a little bit more dark. But anyway, not having watched the movie, but read the book, um, that's the long and the short of it for me. How close is the copy to you right now? Like, where is it? That one is upstairs in the library. 
uh, it's it's uh, that's uh, we have a library. That's where I also hang shirts. And a billiards room and like all yeah. this. Shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who who? How do you agree on the album art? Uh, I mean, Nils basically says this is the album art, <laughs> and, and we, Amy and I, feel relieved that we didn't have to figure it out. Do you do you like that that he decides? Yeah, Nils has always been like I think the the designer of things of aesthetic things in the band. I would say, I, I and like almost every single thing that we have put out, like visually, has I think either gone through Nils or come from his brand in the first place. It's very cool. It's very it's very unique. Uh... Uh, it, that being that being said, I do think a lot of it. Um, it it's it's nice to have like Paul and Amy um, being like, no, this is not good, or like let's let's <laughs> let's think about this a bit more. Um, and it's not it's it's not so much that um, I've designed it. Sometimes it's a lot of just sort of like finding the right visual that matches the aesthetic. Because I feel like with the first record. We finished it and we're like, all right, now what? We 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 don't know how like what artwork is gonna be on there. And I quite serendipitously um was scrolling around, I think it was like Gawker back in the day, where they would just had like artists um had pictures on there and this one piece of art popped up. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what the hell is this? And it was just it was the cover. Um, but it was like, this is so perfect for what we're doing, and reached out to the the artist, he's like, yeah, sure. And he like took a picture of it and was like, cool with us using it. I think for the second record, there was something I wanted to use, but it didn't work out. So that was like a mad scramble. And I think Amy actually found the cover for Departing. Yeah, I think you're right. With Mended, we had an art, a person um, doing artwork for that, but it was, it was after we finished the record and we were like, what are we going to call it? <laughs> and I had come up, I had uh, come across the... Uh, the thing, uh, the Japanese art kintsugi, which like other <laughs> uh, other people of that exact same year <laughs> came across probably the same Reddit post for all I know. Um, but so an artist came up with that. Um, for the wild, I was at the ROM and came across a an artist there, Arthur Hemming. That's, that's the Royal Ontario Museum for for non Torontonians. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. And uh, it was a, a a Canadian artist, um, like eighteen hundreds or something like that. Um, all of his artwork was like, I think he I think he was partially colorblind, so it was all very monochromatic, but really amazing frontier stuff. And then, uh, funny enough, with this new record, um, with the rise and the fall, that's Dara, kind of found that image, um, because. Uh, a photographer that we worked with a bunch taking pictures at shows and stuff um and done a bunch of like um uh, um live photography for us and just like kind of promo things like band shots uh he was doing some over overhead drone shots and so dara's like oh yeah have you guys seen what he's doing and she sent a bunch of pictures over and as soon as i saw the one of the like overhead um uh, cabin there it just was like wow that just feels like the artwork right there so even before we were like had any of like the wheels were really moving that just feel felt like okay this is like the first piece of the you know dream journal or or uh inspiration board that kind of came together so 
Yeah. So it's, it's always, I, I feel like it's always a, a mix of kind of divine intervention in a way and uh, uh, wrangling things together and, and knowing when to pull the things together. So. Well said the rise. It's one of those things where you look at and you can't, you don't know what it is at first and then you look closer and it becomes even cooler. You mean the, the cover art? Yeah. 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 No, we, that photo is like, I'm also looking at it like on a computer. Mostly it's a key art. I don't have like the vinyl, you know, so it's, it takes a second, which is cool. I don't know. It's almost rewarding to the, to nerds like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there was, uh, I think that was something that was really interesting about like these images that Leroy was taking where it's like, it's, it, it's, it's obvious kind of what it is, but you, you, you see it from a sort of a different perspective. Um, and it, it takes on a different sort of like beauty from from a, a, this different angle that you wouldn't normally see it from. And I think it's sort of like that kind of, you know, ties to a, a lot of the songs in a way and just sort of like, you know, taking a different perspective on things and whatnot. So. Man, well, I have to ask, you, you mentioned the top of the episode, creature being creatures of habit. Mm -hmm. Do you have specific songs not your own but you know songs you like that you always come back to in certain parts of your life and i will give you an example i listen to i have like a set of songs when i travel i listen to and my airport songs are all right selfish dreams and wild grin for something i just everyone <laughs> listening i'm telling you Pop on those songs right when you get through security and you're walking to your gate, you feel like you can conquer the world. And I've been doing this since the album came out. You know, it started organically, just popped it on random. And now it's like a must when I get through security and I put all my shit back on. That's what I listen to. And oh, man. Yeah, no that's, BS. That, that's really sweet. Um, like, it, yeah, it's it, I, I guess, you know, music underscores different parts of our lives and uh you know, the fact that there's so much music out there and the fact that it's sort of, you know, taking up a, a, a small part of your life and underscoring, you know, uh, a regular event in your life. You know, it, it, it feels great that, that it feels like we've done something, you know? Yeah. Do you have any of those songs? Is there anything that brings you? No, no, no. Not. <laughs> you, do you have a soundtrack? I don't know. I don't know. The only thing I can think of is so. Or Danny put out uh, the, the last record that he recorded, uh, Always Mine, and he released two versions of it, like simultaneously. One was like the produced version, and then one was this sort of like acoustic version. Um, and I, so it's not quite the same, but I, I really like sitting down with the acoustic version and just playing along to it and pretending like I got to like be the drummer on that record, you know, and like you know, thinking of different things that I, like I would do on the different songs. Uh, so that's the thing, like whenever I sit down and play and it's not to like work on something for us, it's almost always like since that record came out doing something related to that. And like, there's a few songs where I'm like, this would be so cool. Uh, yeah, anyways, that's my, the closest I can come to that. That's exactly what we're talking about. And another thing you could say is like a road trip songs, like people put on, you know, like 90s jams and stuff like that. That's like the lesser poetic, 
less poetic version of what we're talking about. But uh, yeah, Gord Downey, acoustic one. We had Kevin Hearn on, and he worked with him on that record. So nice. That one, yeah, amazing. Well. Yeah, man, it's been so much fun. Okay, now now to the nitty gritty. Do you follow us on Instagram? Who runs the Instagram? Which oh, we're is, off the hook on this. Yeah, <laughs> which is, uh, is it Dara? Rural Alberta is yours. Everyone go follow right now. Not that you need it. You're doing great. You don't need our shit. Um, Wait, I can though. I, I I can log into it. Hang on. I'll, I'll, I can answer the question and I can fix it right now. This is also our segue to sneak in. Everyone follow Bothering the Band. Like, subscribe, all that crap. I don't know how the Instagram works. Oh, no, I can't. Sorry. I take it back. <laughs> For your personal okay. accounts, you know. Let, let me let me see if I can do it. We, we're definitely, like, Dara runs a lot of it, um, but Amy is far more media savvy or social media savvy than Paul or I. Uh, we're kind of, oh, I don't know, a little bit Luddites. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I just heard about this thing called X. And it sounds really cool. Really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you, did you, did you X that? Oh man. We were just talking about the past tense of, of posting on X. You know, like, cause tweet tweeted has so cute and like branded and it's, they, yeah. Yeah. Like the, the brand recognition that they just decided he decided to wipe out just seems ridiculous. Um, Like all of these terms that are in the cultural lexicon, like those, those don't just ha- like happen overnight and they're very like valuable. And it's just like, yeah, no, we don't need that. I just want everything to be unified in my X banner or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. We, I don't, we don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Said, said like a guy who's never. T- <laughs> we don't, we're right there with you. We don't like it, but that, that seems like a rule. One of those rules we're not going to touch any, anything like weirdly sensitive topical shit like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. We end, we end the episode, every episode with a song from our guest. What song of yours do you want us to end? We know you have some music coming out. Hmm. Paul, you wanna? What's what? What are you, what are you excited? Okay, so yeah, we, we, we got. I was gonna say like a deep cut or something, but yeah. Ooh, what? Well, it's whatever you want, mind you. Um, as long as it's yours, and then the next, we'll we're gonna talk about this after this question. We'll talk about something else. But then we should pick something that's like good. Because maybe someone who's made it all the way to the end of this podcast has never heard <laughs> music before, but I should be rewarded uh, with something that doesn't suck. So it can't just be like the deepest deep cut our works on. Oh, hey, it's you, you lined yourself up for this. Take her home, buddy. <laughs> oh man, um, I I think we should play on the rocks. I like that song. Oh, I love that song. That's a that's a banger, as the children say. We we haven't played that in a long time either. Um, so just like, just just like uh, playing it live. It's something that you know we we kind of stopped playing, you know, on on the last record. Um, because we we're now five albums in, and there's like we can't play every single goddamn song. <laughs> but, that makes uh, it fun though, right? You get to oh yeah, no, totally set lists yeah. and. It's it's funny it's it's funny that you brought up all right because I feel like for the longest time we didn't play that that much either, and then uh, 
I feel like we started playing it every every now and then, and it was getting like a really surprising response because it's just like we always think that people want to hear like the ruckusy stuff and the and and like the high energy exciting, but there's certain ones where it's like no, no, I I want to I want to feel the feels in here, and I feel like it's uh, sometimes you forget that. Um, so and we've been playing it more and more and been you know surprised how people have been embracing it so but you don't get to hear that right now because i already showed <laughs> okay maybe we should <laughs> now that feels like the song we should play well we think we see it as and i'm curious your thoughts here we, music is like a time machine to us so like literally on the rocks takes me right back when that album came out I was in Phoenix. I was working in Phoenix for like two weeks and I was just driving around this rental car, just putting on, just listening to that album. So it's just like some, however you want to say it, it's like, okay, that song brings me back to Phoenix of that year. <laughs> so weird. But then like uh Lethbridge is New York being young, being, you know, trying to be a poet and shit like that. Um, do you guys have songs like that? Time travel songs. I think everybody does in a way like there's definitely music that takes you back to places and times uh, you know for better or for worse some of it's like embarrassing some of it's like you know what I mean uh, yeah of course of course for sure for sure even songs you didn't like like let's say like really you know lame pop songs now will just take me back like Mariah I heard Mariah Carey today and I was like all right I, I'm loving this young Ryan was not but now I'm loving it <laughs> right I feel like um, it, it, it's funny. I, I feel like always like for me, it's these like these uh, edge seasons where albums come out in either like the spring or the fall where it just feels like everything's in transition. And it's sort of like, like, you know, you're starting school and the fall starting albums come out and they kind of, whether or not they come out at that point or it's like, it comes into your life magically and it kind of like underscores a special time in your life you know i i feel like um uh there's a hayden record skyscraper national park that came out in like is it 2001 or something or was it 2000 i forget now um but yeah it it and it sort of like there's something about i just remember being in like the last throes of like my university degree and you know, listening to that record, and it's fall, and everything's just sort of changing, and yeah, it's these these moments that just sort of like hit you that you can't you 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 can't replicate that. There's this sort of like the whole world just comes together and creates something special, and those those are the the you know the musical moments that kind of define you, um, and the, because they they create something far bigger than any band could ever have hoped. You know, it's just it's it's it kind of leaves a fingerprint on your heart in a way and you can't, yeah, you can't shake that. So I feel like, yeah, I, I, that that's like, you know, it's, it's an album that I think of that, you know, it's a soundtrack that's special for me. Said that way better than I said it. I was like, do you guys ever go back and tap the side? <laughs> <laughs> Paul, anything come to mind besides the hip or anything like that? He previous mentioned, you know, yeah, no, of course. Like, you know, the, the hip takes me back to high school. Like, yeah, I, I think about like bands that were even like kind of one album kind of bands for me. Like, remember that band Hum? 
Oh, love hum. Yeah. Star, that star song is. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so that, that to me is like, you know, right. University, I would just be like listening to that over and over and over and, and like trying to play along to it. And like, so yeah, there's, there's a million songs and, and bands, things I don't listen to anymore. Things I do still listen to that, like take me to different places. Um, yeah. I mean, J- J- Jimi Hendrix, like that takes me back to like, a lot of them are like weirdly musical, like that they take me to times when I was trying to play drums. Like that's kind of the thing that really sticks with me. So like song like fire by Jimi Hendrix is like, that was like a mission for me to like play along to when I was first learning how to play drums. Well, that's your story. And that's why I, I love using, you know, music pop culture in my writing is because it tells a story. We all have those things, you know, whatever's important to you, whether it's, you know, music or like I said, pop culture that tells you a story. It's funny uh, when, when Paul, when you were talking about that, I remember when like, okay, computer came out um, and I was it, an, another sort of like transition moment in your life. Like I was finishing high school and like uh, about to like, kind of go off onto university and I, uh, I had the CD, but cars at the time didn't have CD players. So I dubbed it onto like, you know, one of those bass 45s um, and just like copied it in. And just like hanging out, spending some with my friends, staying up late, just driving around in a crappy neon and getting to the end of the tape and just rewinding it. Cause I'm like, this is so good. And then rewind it back to the beginning again, listen to the whole thing. And I think it was the end of the summer that I was like, oh, I'm just going to let it ride. See what's on the other side. This has been great. And I get to the other side. And that's when I realized there was like two more songs in the record that I'd never heard before that were part of the record. <laughs> Cause I feel like, that like either the third last song in there, I'm like, this just feels like a great album closer right now. And there was just there was more after that. So yeah. But that it it definitely like it's in my mind scores these like these oh, up in northern Alberta, because I was living up in Fort McMurray at the time, the sun sets way later because you're like you're close to the Arctic Circle, um, or at least close enough that sometimes like the sun starts to go down at like closer to midnight and then you know it just dips down a bit and when it's like in in summer um but yeah so i have these memories of it being like just hanging out with friends it getting dusky and dim and then it starts to get light again and just having fun so yeah but it's like yeah those are those things that you can't like you can't plan for those they just feel special man this has been a real fun episode. This is bu- <laughs> this is bucket list stuff for us. Um, okay, what is next for the rural Alberta Advantage? We know there's big news on the horizon. We are timing this, the release of this, with the news. So lay it on us. I, I guess I kind of teased a little bit of it before, but yeah, we got a new record coming out. So um, you mentioned the the cover for the rise. Um, so we we put that out last year in the fall. So then it's sort of like a second companion piece to that that we're packaging as a actual vinyl. Um, it's called The Rise and the Fall. Um, and yeah, we're we, Plague Dogs is on the uh, part of that new batch, but we've got like six more songs or something coming out. So yeah, we're we're just excited to have have something to share with people, something tangible to hold on to, not like pressing the button and uh, listen to the ones and zeros and stuff. Um, I actually gave a listen to the test pressing um, just like uh, this last weekend. So, so the vinyl's being made right now. Um, speaking of it sounding weird when you listen to your voice, I, <laughs> I, I can say yes. In the back of my head, I'm like, well, that, 
this sounds strange also because i was listening to it on a system i'd never really listened to before <laughs> so i'm like oh everything sounds different right now but yeah so we got an album coming out i think it's beginning of october paul the 6th is that right oh my god i don't know i think so well we we have it written down as the sixth so that that uh connects yeah yeah <laughs> that, that tracks <laughs> um yeah yeah so yeah we, yeah we're, we're excited for it we um yeah uh, these this new batch of songs also working with um gavin gardner who we worked with for the first batch for the most part um yeah and it's uh yeah we're we're excited we're excited to be sharing it with the people so and then we'll tour we'll do both the, the band things we'll put out a record and then we'll tour that record uh we're going to florida we're gonna play at the kennedy space center um oh that'd be badass that would be awesome uh yeah we're, first we're starting europe then we're going uh around north america in the winter because uh, we love to drive in the winter uh, <laughs> in our van. Uh, so yeah, we'll do that in February, March. We'll put out some dates soon. Um, yeah, and then next year, keep it going. Yeah. It doesn't snow in Florida. It's hot as shit all the time. You guys have a hurricane happening like right now. Eh, come <laughs> like, on, man. Weather can't be yourself. <laughs> come to just go to Orlando, and that's like in between her and I. We'll meet there, and you know, coffee, tea, whatever you want on us. Yeah. And I'll try okay, to find that's... that shirt, and I'll send you some books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all those things. <laughs> guys, is there anything else you want to shout out? Shout out to Amy, and uh, I have to say thank you to Brendan. Uh, for making this happen like i said no bullshit this is years in the making we lo- absolutely love your band and your music and it, it has traveled with us throughout our lives so yeah anything else you want to tell the peeps we're we're just excited to be playing shows again um and anyone that comes to the show uh we're excited to be playing for you um and uh yeah i don't really know what to say i uh sometimes i just uh, sometimes the message goes on autopilot and i'm like uh, he'll the mouth will figure something out soon enough. Uh, Let's go back to rocks. Let's... Just come, yeah, come, come see us. We'll have a collection <laughs> of rocks at the merch table. Buy our vinyl, put it in your junk drawer. It's going to be an amazing time. Yeah, come see couple us for a couple of months, and uh, you'll be you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, no, like it's it's funny. You guys, like you said, you saw us right as we were starting to play shows after the covid lull and we instantly got sick um but it was super exciting at that time to be playing music again and getting being excited in front of people and i think that's something that we've missed for the longest time um you know we we did some touring across canada last year and um and uh some like dates here and there in the states but i do think that just the the, the the being sidelined for the little bit that we were um it makes you appreciate just these uh these moments that you get to share with people in a room and do something special and uh yeah we're we're excited to be able to do that again and the fact that we've been doing for this for god over 15 years now and people like you guys are you know still like us and still <laughs> remember us, us you know it means a lot so well, that's the end of our program. <laughs> that's a closer right there. Well, guys, it was awesome. Yeah. Awesome to meet you. 
tell Amy um, to follow us with all the things. And yeah, dude. And we hope to see you. And, you know, if we're ever in the same city, like I said, coffee, beer, whatever you want on us. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. And, and it would be nice to catch up face to face, not through uh, the intertubes and stuff. Yeah. And have some real mundane, wacky combos, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah Love we, it. Talk more rocks and polo rock, shirts, rocks, polo shirts, and hurricanes. That's, uh... Hurricanes is the most exciting thing we talked about. <laughs>